so even as I, as we're recording this uh, tonight, um, we have uh, we've come to the realization that there is a a suicide bomber over in Afghanistan at the um, airport there airport there in Kabul, and um, I feel like what's happening in, in Afghanistan right now should be a wake up call to all of us should be a wake up call to the church, especially in our first country or first world countries. You know, we need to force ourselves to read every single piece of news that comes from Afghanistan as it relates to um, persecuted Christians. Even when it makes us uncomfortable, even when it turns our stomachs. And, and why is that? Because in first world countries, our Bible doesn't make real sense unless we see it through the lens of Afghanistanian Christians who are being persecuted. It really doesn't make too much sense. We, you know, when we, we read passages of scripture, it, we see it through the lens of a 21st century first world and we don't see it through the lens of the first century Middle Eastern culture in which Jesus found Jesus found himself um, and the apostles found themselves. You know, for example, we don't know what to do with verses like you will be delivered up even by your parents and brothers and relatives and friends. And some of you, they will put to death. We don't know what to do with that. So many times we just spiritualize that. Or we think, oh, that's for 2000 years ago. That was probably, it was probably like that. And we don't realize, man, there are people dying. Someone sent me a video today of Christians out in Afghanistan that are being gruesomely murdered for their beliefs. And um, the Lord said this for the church, in Revelation, if you don't read it, if you don't read that text through the lens of what they were experiencing, you will never get it. It says, do not fret about what you're about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you in prison, that you may be tested, and for 10 days you will have tribulation, but be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. We don't read that through that lens. Like whenever I hear preachers preach that, I hear preachers emphasize the whole, you're going to get a crown of life. Mm. And you don't get the whole other part. The Lord was saying, hey, you're going to go to prison and you're going to be put to death. And absolutely, we need to pray. We need to pray for those, for God to deliver um, the Afghanistanian Christians. We need to pray forgot to to work but but more than that i feel like what we really need to pray for is for god to give them the courage to stand and to die for his name that's that's what apostolic context is you know um this gospel is not supposed to be preached in well it's supposed to be preached throughout all the world but if you look at where the apostles were sent, man, they were going, bro, these guys were going 
straight into hell to preach. Mm. And history tells us that all 12, with the exception of John, all died. They were martyrs. And, and this is just a far cry from what we're experiencing in, in today's day and time. And when the first church was persecuted in, in Acts chapter 4, what did they pray for? They did not pray to be delivered. They did not pray that God would give them influence with the kings. Um, they said, now look at their threatening and grant us that we may preach the gospel with boldness. That's what they said. They asked for boldness. So I think we need to really force ourselves to watch the news, to read this, so that we may start getting an idea of what it truly means to carry the cross, to count the cost, to leave it all behind, to sacrifice it all. And that we may pray as well, Lord, give us the courage that when or if that ever shows up, here in my nation that I'm willing to stand for you and I'm willing to get my head decapitated for your name's sake, for your glory and for my good. I feel like that's what we need more in today's day and time.